Welcome back, manifestors, and welcome to Manifest Your Dreams. I'm your host, Lexi Wilson, a speaker and manifestation teacher who loves to help women learn practical ways to turn their dreams into plans. If you feel called to change your life and create the outcomes that you want, then this is the show for you. So let's go ahead and get into today's episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome back and happy February 1st. Also, happy new moon in Aquarius because the moon went new at 12.45 a.m. Eastern Standard Time today. Uh, So if you're feeling this fresh new energy, then it's because you're sensitive to the moon. But if you're not, then that's all right. We are still in February, not February, we're still in Mercury in retrograde until February 3rd. So there still might be that lingering lack of clarity, lack of motivation, even though we have this fresh new energy from the new moon. And getting into all of that, because we just jumped straight into it, today's episode is about planning your business according to this month's Aquarius energy. So we're going to talk about how you can maximize your energy, attract more abundance by being in alignment with where the universe is right now. Now, the reason why I want to talk about this is one over on my Instagram, which if you're not following me there, of course, I invite you to do that. The links are all in the description, wherever you listen to. But if um, if you don't want to check the link and you just want to look right now for yourself, you can go to at the Lexi Wilson. That's T-H-E-L-E-X-I-E. Don't forget the E, Wilson. And over on Instagram, I had posted a reel diving into this topic because I love astrology and I love business. I love making money. I love talking about making money. And especially when I'm talking about making it in integrity, according to using your your gifts and your purpose. So when I posted the post talking about how to align your business with the stars, everyone went crazy. And I wasn't ready for that. The comment section was bazoinks. It was all over the place. Everybody was like, I want to know more about this. I want to know about that. What about this? What about that? And my DMs says, y'all are not playing. Y'all are like, I need to know, honey. Give me the secret sauce. So I'm feeling, I'm feeling the energy, girl. I'm switching it up. I'm switching it up and we might be talking a little bit more about how to grow your business intuitively, how to stay in alignment with your business, how to make decisions with your business that are in alignment with your values, in alignment with your mission and your purpose and how to manifest in that area. So I'm definitely curious if also the people that are listening to my podcast, because I know not everybody who listens to the podcast follows me on Instagram. So if you find that you are also interested, then please, one, come on over to Instagram, send me a DM, or to screenshot this episode right now saying that you're listening, letting me know. I would love to know more about this because I know that a lot of intuitive business owners, of course, want to make making their business easy. And 
I know that it is so challenging, especially as an intuitive business owner, to figure out how to create marketing that is in alignment with your natural energy, your natural skills, how to create uh, programs or offers that utilize the way that you naturally process things, and how to do sales in general without feeling sleazy. You know, a lot of us have been taught traditional marketing and or we're just copying what we see and what we see in front of us typically is not based off of integrity or mission-based sales, mission-based marketing. It's all just about getting at Zala. (laughs) And for intuitive people, we're not always motivated. Not that there's anything wrong with being motivated by money, okay? A shout out to all my earth signs who we are very motivated (laughs) by money. Money is not the issue. What people do with it is a totally different thing, but money is just energy. It's like, if you hate money, it's like hating feelings. Like they're just energy. But for many intuitives, they're not really motivated by that. They're motivated by the idea of like doing something that they love or what it feels like to them. Um, that's where their passion really lies. And so I get that you want to stay in that energy when you're creating your business. And it is challenging when many of us haven't been taught how to do that in a way that's sustainable without compromising on those values and things like that. So let me know over on Instagram if you're interested in me kind of diving further into business and manifesting uh, an intu- a successful intuitive business, which is something that I have done. Uh, I This time last year, my business blew the F up. <laughs> and I was not expecting it. I mean, there was a piece of me that intuitively knew because your girl is a psychic. You know what I'm saying? So like, I knew... But I didn't know, no, you know, I didn't have validation. I just had an idea. I had an inkling. So the fact that I was right, I am shocked. I am shocked. You're shocked. You're shocked. Okay. Sorry for the TikTok reference. If you're not on TikTok, I mean, come on, get with it. Get with it. Man, you know what's funny? I half the time I don't even need a guest because I am six different personalities in one. Okay. Anyways, um, but the point is, is that I would love to talk more about running your business intuitively according to astrology, because that is how I run my business. I knew that last year was a very lucky year for me because I also understood that my Jupiter, which was in the sign of Aquarius, I was in the middle of my Jupiter return. Uh, Jupiter was in the sign of Aquarius for the most of 2021 with uh, with a little dip into Jupiter in Pisces uh, during the summer. And so I understood that that was I needed to take advantage of it, that I was in a year of abundance. So that was the year that I needed to take every risk. And anybody who, if you know your birth chart and your Jupiter is in Pisces, Jupiter is in Pisces right now. So you're going through your Jupiter return. So this is the year for you to take risks, for you to jump into new things because you have a higher chance of it expanding into the outcome that you actually desire. Uh, I talk a little bit about this with Saturn Return, which is an episode that I did with my friend Kelly over on her podcast. So I will make a note to link that down in the description uh, when I talk about the return of planets. Uh, they take Jupiter takes around 11 and a half to 12 years to orbit around the Earth. Oh, wait, is that correct? Yes. No, orbit. 
whatever. We get it, okay? Uh, So it takes that long for it to orbit. And once it returns to the place that it was at the time of your birth, that is when that energy naturally expands, making it easier for you to succeed. Saturn um, orbits, and then every 30 years, 29 and a half to 30 years, it returns to the same place that it was at the time of your birth, which has its own kind of thing. So check out that episode, um, Kelly's episode, to find out what it means when Saturn returns to that space. But the point is, is that when you understand how the universe works and what these themes do to our energy, you can intentionally align yourself with the natural flow of the universe, making it much easier for you to attract abundance in your life, in your love life, and in your business. I just happen to focus on business, and it's probably because I'm a Capricorn stellium, meaning that I have more than three planets (laughs) or three energies in the energy of Capricorn. So I'm very, very focused on business and purpose and career and things like that. But when you understand things like that, it makes a, it makes abundance so much easier because you follow the flow. And so that's why today's episode, we are going to talk about the natural energy of the flow that we're in right now, which is the season of Aquarius, the age of Aquarius, actually. But uh, the sun right now is in that sign. And so it makes it, it, it brings us into an energy of the things that Aquarius rules over, if this makes sense. Hopefully it does. Um, So let's just jump right into it. First, we're going to start with today because it's February 1st. It's the beginning of uh, the month, not the beginning of Aquarius season. Aquarius actually started in January, um, but it is the beginning of the of the month. And so also let me know if you would, like I said, if you would like this episode in particular, if you would want me to do this at the beginning of every month, because I'd be open to it. I think it'd be really cool. It'd be really fun. Um, or maybe at the end of the month, maybe I should do it then so you can plan the next month. Either way, let me know. <laughs> If you want this style, if you want this kind of conversation to help you plan your business, and two, if you want more conversations around business in general. All right. So February 1st, the moon goes new in the sign of Aquarius at 1245 Eastern Standard Time. So it already started. This is a good time to set new intentions. What is it that you would like to manifest in between now and when the moon goes full in the sign of Aquarius, which won't happen until hmm, July or August? I can't seem to remember. I believe it's going to be August. Um, So in between now and then that where you want to set down, what are the intentions that you want to call forth into your life? Aquarius rules over friendships. It rules over the communities that we belong to. It rules over group, group work or group type style type of things. Um, It also rules over our hopes and our dreams. What are the things that we really, really want? in life, as well as progression. Whereas Capricorn was all about systems, tradition, career, um, how things have always been. Aquarius energy is the total opposite. It's like, how do we just screw that, change it all up and add new things? And so that's why you might be feeling that desire to change your offers, to change how you do things in life. All of a sudden you might feel this energy, maybe even change your career where you're feeling like I want something new and fresh. I'm tired 
tired of, of the, of the way things have always been. And I want something new. That is because you're in alignment with that energy of the Aquarius sun. And yes, the Aquarius new moon. So sit down and set those intentions on what do you want to create inside of your business and in your life that focuses on the energy of collaboration, on the energy of community. So this is a great time to launch programs like group programs or masterminds or memberships. This is the energy that you want to focus on of how do we create this sense of community inside of my organization. This could also mean if you're running your business via Instagram or not running your business via Instagram, but if your major marketing platforms are social media, such as Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, how can you create community on those platforms? So one way that you could do that is let's say when people comment on your Instagram post, how can you start to encourage other people underneath that post to connect with each other so that way they're not just engaging with you and you engaging with them, but you're actually encouraging, encouraging them to engage with one another, to create a system where we all connect to each other because we're all part of the same fabric, just different parts of it. So come up with those ideas on how can you start to, to attract that energy because that's where people are. And the reality is, is with things like COVID, right, going on, a lot of people are lonely. And so if you're feeling that also energetically, this desire to want to connect with more people, it kind of makes sense. It's because Aquarius is a very community-centered energy. So your desire to want to be with friends now, to want to be a part of something bigger where you're part of a group, makes sense. It's in alignment with the energy of Aquarius. Okay, so let's get into February 3rd. February 3rd, Mercury officially leaves its retrograde and goes direct in the the zodiac sign of Capricorn. So what does that mean? When Mercury is retrograding, it is all about going back. It is looking back at the things that you maybe neglected. Maybe there was a project that you at once time felt really excited about, but you left it in the dust and you moved on to something else. And it's during those Mercury and retrogrades that those old ideas tend to come up and you find yourself wanting to review them. This is also why there's a joke around, you know, Mercury and retrograde is usually when (laughs) You find yourself wanting to reach out to your ex, you know, or things like that. Definitely Venus in retrograde as well, which Venus did go direct on Saturday, January 29th. So if you did find yourself looking back at your relationships or even getting back with the next, uh, it doesn't always mean something bad, but it's very likely during retrogrades because it's all about looking backwards. And that's not always a negative thing. There is, I, I just said this to a friend of mine who is also an intuitive business owner, Everything retrogrades. Everything takes a moment to review and to look back at things. So there's nothing wrong with taking a look back and seeing, is there something that now, because I know something now, that when I look at this with this pair of eyes, that now I see something more valuable or I see something um, that I couldn't have seen before because I didn't have the information that I have now. During retrograde season, that is really the time to slow down and look back at what 
you have neglected, left behind, or or just feel the call to look back at. So in the future, when you know that Mercury retrograde is coming up, many people feel caught off guard, but you can know that actually this is a great time to me to, for me to slow down and look at the things I've created. When Mercury goes direct, this is the time when it's actually time to take action. This is when it's time to sign that contract, to move on ahead, or whatever you intuitively feel called to. Now, astrologers differ on exactly when you should do this because Mercury rules over communication, it rules over social media, any way that we can connect in communicating to one another. And so this is why, for example, when people talk about Mercury going in retrograde, they say don't sign contracts because there's a higher chance that there's going to be some miscommunication, you're going to miss something in the contract. Uh, This is not the time to travel because it also rules over traveling. So they have, you know, some astrologers who are really, really tied to that will not do things at that time. They won't move. They won't travel. They won't, you know, all of that. Um, and I won't lie. Okay. I have definitely moved during a Mercury retrograde. When I was moving from Florida to California, I had to move during that retrograde. And (laughs) I will say I definitely faced a lot more issues than I feel like I would have faced at any other time. However, I understand that astrology is not meant to limit us, but it's meant to expand us. It's meant to help us understand the cycles of the universe. So I know that I am not meant to just say, well, I'm not going to do this because Mercury is in retrograde. That's not at all. It's a very, it's a freeing, fun science, not something that's meant to tie you down. But if you feel more free following, you know, a structure and it makes you feel more free and safe and abundant to do things like I don't travel during Mercury and retrograde, then sis, do it. I'm all about listening to your intuition and do what makes what works for you. And maybe because my Mercury is in Sagittarius, I need freedom. I don't know. But this is just what it is, okay? The point being, though, is that when it's in retrograde, a lot of times you do want to slow down. You do want to take that moment. But when it goes direct, this is the time to actually go ahead and move forward. Some astrologers believe that there is a shadow period about two weeks before Mercury goes retrograde and two weeks after. And so during that time period, you still may feel a little fuzzy. You may still lack clarity on things because, again, it's all about that communication. And when you're in your head, you're still communicating, even if it's only to yourself. But for some of us, we don't really feel it that that deep. Um, And so it just depends on who you are. It also depends on your birth chart. This is why I've done birth chart readings in the past, because you can kind of see that more clearly with when somebody has a lot of heavy mercury in their chart, uh, there's a higher chance uh, if they have a lot of heavy mercury or a lot of Gemini placements that they have a higher chance that mercury and retrogrades are going to affect them a bit differently than they would affect somebody who doesn't have those kind of placements. Um, but the point is, is that this is the time to now make those make those movements, actually take those ideas that you've been percolating for the last couple of weeks during that Mercury and retrograde and 
take action if your intuition aligns with it. Um, Now, because Mercury goes direct in the sign of Capricorn, which Capricorn rules over career, it rules over purpose. um, This is the time then for you to to look at how can you move your business? How can you move your career, move your mission, move your purpose and your reputation forward? Because that's the energy that that planet is in. So I would also look at this from a perspective of marketing as well when we're talking about business because Mercury rules over communication. Communication is really just marketing. So if you're an intuitive business owner, how can you be more clear and mission-driven and purpose-driven inside of your marketing? Is your marketing aligned with that? Because listen, when we are, we're a social media age. Again, age of Aquarius, which is all about progression and technology. Um, but with that, it's we're all on our phones so much that we sometimes will get caught up in paying attention to who so and what so and so is doing, what she's offering, how much money did she make, and then we find ourselves altering our offers to align with what we think will bring us more abundance, but it actually doesn't align with our mission. Did you hear me, sis? Okay. So if you have found that you're not actually bringing in a lot of abundance through a particular offer, review when did you decide to create that offer? Was it created because you intuitively got a nudge to actually decide to do that? Or were you simply watching that so-and-so created it and you thought it would be a good idea because she had made a lot of money from it? Get clear on that. So right now, when Merc- well, February 3rd, when Mercury goes direct, this is the time to review things like that and actually take action to align with your goals. Look at your offers and decide whether or not, which many I saw, this happened to me too, during Mercury in retrograde and Venus in retrograde, many of us felt called to change what we were doing inside of our businesses. That is because we were in a retrograde. So we had this natural energy to want to review view what we were doing. And because those retrogrades, both Venus and Mercury were mainly in the sign of Capricorn, Mercury was in retrograde in Aquarius for a little bit, but she was mostly in Capricorn, not mostly, she spent a lot of time in Capricorn. And so it caused a lot of us to look at where we were most productive or where we were happy or not happy inside of our businesses, which makes sense because Capricorn also rules over entrepreneurship. Hence why your girl is an entrepreneur. Anyways, (laughs) so if you found yourself reviewing your offers and going, this doesn't excite me anymore. I don't want to do this. I don't, I'm not making enough money doing this. I don't think that this is worth my time. If you found yourself thinking thoughts like that, boo, you're just an intuitive. You were picking up what the universe was putting down. And so give yourself a clap on the back, girl. You are right where you're meant to be. Even if you have felt confused and lost and doubtful this entire time, girl, this is running an intuitive business. We do things totally differently. We do not follow the flow of whatever. We follow the flow of the universe. (laughs) So listen to your intuition. And so now that Mercury will be going direct in that same sign of Capricorn, this is the time for you to actually start aligning your offers with your purpose, with your vision. And if it's a new vision, 
which makes sense because it's a sun in Aquarius, meaning that the energy is in that new progressive energy that combined with the Mercury going direct in Capricorn tells me that you might have a desire to create fresh new offerings and to market it in a way that aligns with your mission and your vision, not aligns with your fear of not having enough money. Oh, girl, can we write that down? Put that in a quote. (laughs) That was a lot. All right, let's move into February 16th. February 16th, we have a full moon in the lovely sign of Leo. Now, what is really fun about astrology is this. Every sign has a sister sign. That sister sign is usually the opposite energy. Both of those zodiac signs have the same desire, but they have different motivations for why they want to do what they want to do. So the opposite of the Aquarius sun is the Leo moon. So with that, that's why we have whenever the sun, the sun is in the sign of Aquarius, the full moon will be, will be in the opposing sign, the sister sign of wherever the sun is, which would be Leo. Okay. So no different than, for example, if you're in Leo season, you'll have a Leo new moon and an Aquarius full moon. Does that make sense? Hopefully it does. I I hope it does. I know sometimes astrology can be very confusing. Your girl is trying to make it simple. Okay. But I'm doing my best. So (laughs) February 16th, we have a full moon in the sign of Leo. Full moon energy is all about bringing your manifestations to light. So this is the time to focus on, number one, reviewing what were the intentions that you had set back in July of 2021 when we had our Leo new moon? What were the things that you were hoping to manifest then? Have they come true? Are you still in alignment with them? Do you need to change things? Are you even still working towards that? Are you still trying to create that energy that you were trying to create back in July of 2021? This is the time to review that, to see if you're still on that path or and or if your manifestation has arrived. Now, this is also the time to focus on your energy. Full moon is about, it is about being fully seen. It is the brightest it'll ever be in the sky. It's at 100% bright brightness. And so the, the energy of your feelings, the things you've been hiding will usually come out around a full moon. This is why full moon time tends to be when people do a lot of things. Okay. I used to work in social work and nobody would ever want to be uh, on call during a full moon because the calls that we would get, that is when I'm telling you, as someone who's worked in social services, who's worked in mental health hospitals, who's worked with the police, anybody who's done a, a, um, a helping profession will tell you full moon, you do not want to work on a full moon because we all react to it. Now that I work in energy and spirituality, I understand exactly why that's the case. But it's because there's this full light being shed on, and we are made up mostly of water. It affects, the full moon affects the tide. It affects water, thus affecting us. And so you're going to find that your energy is much more explosive. You're much more um, expansive during those times. Now combine that with a Leo full moon, where Leo is all about being seen. She wants to be fully in the spotlight. This is the lion of the zodiac. That's the symbol. That's the symbol. 
for the Leo. This is the actress of the Zodiac. She wants to be front and center. So you may find that during this time, you desire to be seen. You want to be celebrated and respected for how special and unique and valuable you are. You may find that you are upset with some of your friendships or relationships if they are not valuing the way that you believe that you should be valued. You might find that you're, the conversations and what you desire is more respect, more celebration, and pay it, so pay attention to that energy because that's what's actually coming through on February 16th. And so when we tie that into the business, pay attention to one, do you feel celebrated for your accomplishments in your business? Have you celebrated yourself? For every milestone, I'm talking about those milestones of 100 new followers. I'm talking about those milestones of celebrating one year in business, which your girl just did. Woohoo! <laughs> um, you know, I'm talking about getting yourself a cake, balloons, really giving yourself a pat on the back for how consistent and strong you've been, whatever that looks like, because consistency is relative. It can be, you know, posting every day for one person. It could also be... Um, you know, doing some, uh, I don't know, doing uh, once a week for another person. Like it's, it all just depends. But the point still remains that at the end of the day, celebrate yourself. How are you actually taking time to do that? Celebrate your business and your business growth. Are you making money while you're sleeping? And that's something that you've always dreamed of. Have you taken time to actually celebrate your business and for the energy that it actually embodies? This is the time for you to actually jump in and do those things. Step into leadership inside of your business as well. Where are you hiding in your business? Are there decisions that need to be made? Are there offers that need to go away that you have decided that you're not actually going to even think about? This is the time to actually sit down and look at these offers, decide if you're going to do them or decide not to. This is the time. Stop hiding, own the fact that you are the CEO and make these decisions. Do you want to pivot? Do you want to change things? Do you want to level up? Does something need to disappear? This is the time to step into that leadership and be that lion girl. You're gonna hear me roar. <laughs> I'm sorry. I tried not to do it very loudly. Okay. And I'm sorry that it was off key, but what, what do you want from me? All right. Okay. Lastly, Let's jump into February 18th, and we're going to end it here because February 18th, I mean, we're not going to end the episode here, but we're going to end the calendar here because February 18th is when the sun will move into Pisces, and Pisces energy is, is a little different, is very different from Aquarius, so we'll do another round of that talking about how you can maximize that time, and maybe around that time is when I'll, I'll jump into prepping for Pisces season. Maybe I'll do that. Maybe I'll do that because then you can prep for that. You can kind of prep for the March season, prep for spring. Um, and what is that? That's, that's no, you're still in quarter one. So, okay. Either way, February 18th is when the sun will actually switch on into the energy of Pisces. Pisces is a little different than Aquarius, where Aquarius is all about progression. It's all about the logic. It's all about kind of moving forward in new ways. Pisces is a water element. So it's more about the emotionality. It's about the energy or the energetics of connecting to your larger mission. Also, Pisces is the last sign of the zodiac, which is actually ending the astrological year. The new year for a 
astrologers starts with Aries season, not in December in the middle of winter. <laughs> and so when we get to Pisces, that is actually the end of the astrology year, uh, closing out what you've learned over this last year. And when we move into Pisces, we're looking at those endings. What is the lesson? What are the lessons that you've learned? How can you elevate what your business is doing from what it used to do one year ago? What has it taught you? How can you evolve? What things need to end? Because Pisces is all about ending. And it's also about continuation of that feeling of dreams where Aquarius is all about hopes and dreams in regards to progression forward. How do we create the new vision? That's where Aquarius energy is, where Pisces energy is all about um, dreams and the state of the subconscious. What are the deeper things inside of you that you are hiding that you need to bring forward to the forefront to actually um, manifest them into real life? That's where Pisces energy comes in. And so we'll talk more about that, uh, not in the next episode, but when we get closer to Pisces season. But these are things to keep on your calendar because when we jump into February 18th and we jump into the sun in Pisces, that is a great time to start thinking about whether or not your business is actually in alignment with the dream version of what you want. So it's kind of reviewing, again, that question of, is your business reflecting back to you the business of your dreams? Or is it reflecting back to you what you think will work? Because I know that so many people feel really stuck in their business. I am guilty of this too, where I felt stuck in my business things weren't happening. I wasn't getting as many customers as I was used to. And when I really stopped to review what my business was doing, I realized that there were things that I intuitively was already feeling called to leave. I could feel that it was time for it to end, but I, out of fear, wasn't ready to let it go. I was afraid that if I let it go, that maybe it would limit my abundance. But see, making decisions from that place is a reflection of the fact that I am in scarcity mode, right? If I am thinking that I can't let this go, because then how will I make money? How will I do this? How will I find joy? What if I can't come up with a good idea that I love to do, that a good idea that brings me enough money to pay the rent, to keep the lights on, to whatever the case is, right? If I'm making decisions from that place, if you're making decisions from that place, you are reflecting back to yourself the scarcity that is within you. And remember, energy doesn't respond to what you want. It responds to who you are. And if you are in the energy of fear and scarcity, that is what you're attracting, All right. So in order for us to attract abundance, we have to be abundant. Our mindset has to be in one of abundance. Our energy has to be in one of abundance. And so the beauty in recognizing that these thoughts that you might be having of fear of letting go of your offers, fear of changing things up out of fear that maybe you won't fall in love with the next offer, or maybe it won't make enough money that reflects back to you what's deep in your subconscious. And that's your work. That's what you need to tap on. That's what you need to get support through a coach, a coaching program or a book or whatever it is that you feel called to intuitively do. That's the work that you need to do. Your thought is showing you. It's the mirror showing you what you actually believe is possible. So even if you're saying all these positive affirmations, but your, your belief system is one of scarcity, then that's what you're attracting. So we want to work through that. And so that's why it's important to pay attention to your energy so you can actually create 
the business, the life of your dreams. Look at what's in front of you and decide as to whether or not it's reflecting back to you what you really wanted. I made this mistake early on in my business where I love the entrepreneurship. I am an entrepreneur through and through. I am not meant to be an employee. That's just not how I'm meant to be, okay? If I wasn't doing this and I didn't know what I was meant to do, I would be doing Uber, I would be doing Instacart, and I would have no shame on any of those things. I would do it now. If I still, if I needed to do those things, girl, I would do it. I have no shame. If I needed a temp job, I'll do it. I'd rather do those things than be a full-time employee. And there's nothing wrong with being an employee. It's just, I am not built to be one. <laughs> and I know that about myself, that I really thrive in areas where even if the pay isn't as high as like what I could get paid as a therapist that I'm, you know, have a master's degree in that even though it may not, what I value most is the freedom and the entrepreneurship or the freedom that entrepreneurship allows me. So in understanding that, right, I realized very early on in my business that the offerings that I had created did not actually allow me to have a lot of freedom. I became an employee of my business because I didn't have systems and I didn't have a team to support me in creating those systems to create a, a customer journey that was ex- that was amazing and easy for my customers as well as for me. So I had to eventually shut down my business, which was early in spring of last year, uh, in order to kind of create systems to hire a team so I could not be an employee of my business because ultimately I want the freedom that entrepreneurship allows. I'm still learning that process. I can't say that I have mastered it. Your girl is still learning. But what I will say, the reason why I'm bringing this up is because these are lessons that you learn over a period of time of running your business, of making these decisions, of following the flow of the universe. It reflects back to you these things that you're like, okay, well, if this isn't actually in alignment with my dream, I need to review if this is what I really want to do. Do I want to set up my business to look like this or to look like that? And so those, this is why paying attention to the cycles allows you that time to sit back and look at these these parts of your business. And I, and I hope that makes sense. Um, but I'm really excited. And obviously I feel, well, I feel like you could probably tell I'm really excited about the idea of talking more about this because I love, these are the conversations that I love talking most about is paying attention to your intuition, listening to when things are changing, uh, being willing to let go, being willing to jump into new uh, roles of leadership and trusting the universe's timing of it all. And I have found that by looking at astrology, when, when trying to make decisions about my business, it has made things a little bit easier for me because you're following the natural flow of how the universe is working. And the beauty in astrology is that there's 12 cycles, there's 12 seasons that allow you to kind of look through, okay, so this focuses on my family life. This focuses on my communication. This focuses on, you know, my purpose, my vision, uh, whatever it is 
that by looking at these different areas and then obviously connecting it to your business, it makes it that you end up touching all the areas of your life and your business and your relationships and your home and your mindset and your body um, and your energy and your spirit that makes it much easier for things to feel in flow. And I know that a lot of intuitive business owners do struggle with finding their flow. This is why I had my birth chart readings, uh, because birth chart readings allowed people to understand what their purpose was, what their natural flow was. It allowed them to kind of create that for themselves. Um, and, uh, and as an announcement, if you're not on my email list, if you're not on Instagram, uh, the birth chart readings, they are seeing their end. Uh, I have been doing them for a year and it has been so wonderful. I am so grateful for all of the conversations that I've had. I didn't mean to announce this here in the podcast, but I'm following the flow of the conversation (laughs) and, um, and I have decided to sunset that offering, um, and transition over into a new energy. Cause I am feeling, and that's probably the progression of not probably, let me own it. It is the progression of the Aquarius energy of moving into new levels. And there are so many planets right now in the sign of Capricorn, which I relate to since I am a heavy, heavy Capricorn energy, um, that I do feel this call to switch things up in my business. And this is also what kind of led to this conversation. In addition to the feedback that I got over on Instagram is that that experience of recognizing when something intuitively is trying to let itself go. And it is hard when you're so attached to it, when you love it, when that's your way of, for me, birth chart readings changed my life. My business blew up because of birth chart readings. People loved them. They still love them. I love them. But I did learn a lot about leadership and about running an intuitive business, running an online business, and how different that is. I learned a lot from running my birth charts. And so um, as I have grown as a leader and as a business owner and have transitioned as well in my own spirituality, my own evolution, it has become clear to me that birth chart readings at this time don't necessarily align with the new vision that we're headed towards. Now, we're still going to talk about manifesting. We're still going to talk about astrology. And I am thinking, of course, now in the podcast to talk more about business, because I know that the offerings coming in the future will be more focused uh, on creating an intuitive business in terms of working with me, that is the focus. And the reason being is because so many people who were getting birth chart readings from me found themselves wanting to, once they found out what their spiritual gifts were, why they went through the things that they experienced in their life and what their purposes were, because you have more than one, many of them were like, I don't want to just continue making money, just making money, like just doing whatever to pay the bills. I want to figure out how do I actually use my natural gifts to live my purpose and make an income doing so. And I understand that frustration because that's how I felt too. When I had my spiritual awakening back when I was 30 years old, I didn't all of a sudden working my regular jobs just didn't feel in alignment I felt, I don't know, I felt disconnected, you know, and maybe you've been there too, or maybe you're in there now where once you've had that awakening, going to work just doesn't 
feel the same. I, I, you know, there's that meme of like big bird in a business meeting. And it's like saying like, once you've had your spiritual awakening, this is what it feels like. Like that is what it feels like. You, you see everything so differently and it's because your mind's eye is open. And so with that, there's this energy of like, I don't want to just waste. It's not that you're wasting, but you just, you want to maximize your gifts and your time on earth. And why not do that by making money doing what you love? Because for many of us, we're working our jobs because we just need the money. We're not like excited about the job. If you are, that's great. (laughs) But I know many of us are not in that position. And so that's where I found myself kind of leading people on my calls is people asking me questions. Lexi, how did you do this? And um, I want to do the same thing. And so that's that's the next evolution of the Lexi Wilson Incorporated. And I'm excited about where it's headed. Um, so I'm very interested to know from you guys if that's also what you want to hear in terms of the podcast. Again, we'll still talk about manifesting in astrology because I see no other way. <laughs> that's part of my purpose is talking about creating the life of your dreams, creating a life that you don't have to escape from, because I know what it's like to have that feeling too. Um, So I'm excited to hear from you guys to see if this is helpful and if you want more of this kind of conversation. All right, so we are at the end of our episode. It is actually a shorter episode. Way to go, me. Uh, This is to make up for the fact that the last week's episode was a little bit longer. (laughs) So enjoy your extra time. Um, Definitely screenshot this episode. Tag me over on Instagram at the Lexi Wilson to let me know if you enjoyed today's episode. I would love to hear your comments and hear any questions that you also have about this. Let me know if you want me to talk more about uh, how to plan your business according to the stars. I can do that every month if that is what everybody asks for. And uh, yeah, I look forward to hearing from you guys on Instagram and seeing you in the next episode. Have a wonderful and abundant day. Bye.